you are here on purpose with a purpose by design. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Purpose by Design. I am Dr. Pamela Hinkle, and I'm so excited to have you here tonight. We are continuing with our incredible series of having these amazing speakers that are coming in. And you are going to be so blessed tonight because with me is an amazing speaker and author and the owner or, or the originator, I should say, of an incredible nonprofit. And you get to sit in her presence. So get out your pen and your paper so that you can take notes because she's going to be dropping some gold nuggets of wisdom. Would you please welcome to the Purpose by Design platform and stage, Shervonda Lynn. Woo! <laughs> welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Minkle, for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you and Purpose by Design. Thank you so much. We are so excited to have you here. So we've chatted a little bit. I know a bit about you from um, just reading your chapters and getting to know you through podcasts and things, but not everybody that's listening or viewing knows who you are. So let's start out right from the get-go. And can you tell us, who are you? <laughs> I am Dr. Shavondalyn Breedlove. I am originally from Monroe, Louisiana. I currently live in Texas with my husband and my daughter. We love it here in Texas. Um, we are, I am a speaker, author, mentor um, in the special needs community. My daughter has autism. So I've been an advocate for 22 years now. She's 22 now. And we've had a very, very adventurous um, autism journey. So I am, my platform is to, I'm using my platform to share with other parents who may be dealing with autism, special needs, different abilities, things like that. And so I just want to encourage them, inspire them. Um, uplift them because I know what it's like to be on the journey and sometimes you just feel alone and so that's our objective we are a um, autism and special needs family everybody you know from all of us we um, just make sure my daughter has everything that she needs mm. that is so powerful what a journey you've had. And now you're using that journey, like you said, as a platform, right? To help so many. Well, I am one of those inquiring minds that want to know <laughs> about your journey. So can you tell us uh, about your story? What got you up to the place that you're at now where you're able to use your story or utilize it is probably a better word as a platform to help so many. How did that evolve? Well, I met Dr. Um, Apostle, excuse me, Apostle Allen, um, and she invited me to be in her upcoming anthology. And I asked her then, I said, well, is there anything in particular that I need to write about? And she said, write, write about whatever you want. And so um, I, joined Women of Power, Ignited to Serve. <laughs> and I, you know, God led me to share our testimony. And so 
It was exciting to share the journey. Like I said, it's been a real adventure. It started when my, my daughter was seven weeks old and we went, we had moved to a new state and she went in for a checkup, you know, the normal, we were getting her, she was becoming an established patient, excuse me. And so we weren't even familiar with the, the doctor, the area, any of it. And like I said, it was just a normal day. And we left the doctor's appointment and she had to go to the hospital. And, you know, they didn't quite tell me everything right then. Um, but when we got there, they were like, oh, well, she's going to have brain surgery. Wait, what? So it was just a whole, you know. And so I just share, you know, transparent transparency is important. So I'm telling, you know, all the experiences, the ups, the downs, the whole, you know, the emotional roller coaster that I was on. And, you know, um, and I tell people we're human, you know, we're Christians, but we're human. And so, you know, that's the one thing I want people to definitely know, you know, even Jesus had feelings. Jesus, well, Jesus, you know, got angry, Jesus, you know, so it's okay to feel those things. But the most important thing is to um, control them with the word. Oh, that is so good. Control <laughs> them with the word. Okay. I want to hear more about your story, but that was so powerful. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Uh, controlling it with the word and those emotions and everything. That's, that is, some, that is a gold nugget. Definitely. You know, there is almost a scripture and I, I won't even say almost. I will say I believe there's a scripture for every emotion. You know, we the scripture tells us to fear not, you know, be angry and sin not. So Jesus and God have already given us instructions on how to handle things. It's up to us to apply the word. You definitely want to apply it. Now, let me Again, I'm always human first, you know, <laughs> and I say that because, you know, in some situations, it's not always easy to think that initially. But, you know, you have to, you know, make sure that you gather yourself and say, OK, now, God, how do I handle this? You know, when you calm down, when you um, aren't stressed anymore, when things are, you know, when you need to settle, you know, and peace. Pray for peace. You know, I would tell anybody, pray, 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 pray. You know, prayer is so essential. We know that, but I'm living proof that it does help. And especially in these situations, you know, there are times when you're dealing with doctors, teachers, therapists, things that you just may not understand. You may have a question and you may feel like the answer isn't quite as clear or concise as you want it to be. And so, you know, you feel fearful, you know, and that's okay. That's okay. You know, and it just, you know, how you respond depends on how the situation can, you know, go left or right. Mm, that is so true. So you mentioned that you went to a doctor's appointment for your daughter that ended up with her in the hospital. Yes. Okay. Now talk about having a human moment. Here you are a mother bringing your daughter in for that, you know, typical, um, you know, checkup or well check or whatever it is. And then you end up at the hospital. And then of course, from that, you said brain surgery. Okay. So kind of walk us through that. That must've been like just 
such a shock horrific is the word i want to use that you go from from this over here to now we're over here talking brain surgery like that's quite a drastic change so what happened what were you feeling and how did you choose to get that as you said under the word or to be operating uh, through the word instead of through all of those emotions well her doctor was really really discreet she really was i'll, I'll give her that she was you know, really, I think she did everything the way she did it to make sure I would stay as calm as possible. Because like I said, she was only seven weeks old. So, you know, she's a new baby, you know. And so, of course, any parent would be afraid, you know, um, with your new baby. You're already, you know, learning everything and all this because she's my only child. And so um, she didn't give me any details there at the um, doctor's office. She just said, well, you need to go, uh, you know, over to the hospital. And like I said, we're in a new state. We're in a new city. Everything was new. So we didn't know. We didn't have family there with us. We didn't. Um, my mom was my parents were there. But I mean, like, you know, extended family. So sure. there was there weren't people to tell us, oh, you know, that's a good hospital. We knew nothing. But thank God, you know. Um, that he guided us to a, an amazing hospital. It really was. It was the the best for her, you know. And like you said earlier, by design. Thank God for that because he even guided us once we, um, like I said, once everything calmed down. <laughs> and I always kind of relate everything to the word, you know. In when the disciples were on the boat with Jesus and the storm was happening, and they were like, "Jesus, you're you're." wake up. You're not going to, you know, and he was asleep, you know, so for us in that storm, that's what was happening for us. We were, it, you mean the waves, everything, you know, if you want to compare it to that. But what I was saying is once everything started to calm down, um, we found out that she had the best surgeon in the state that we were in and he was a world renowned surgeon. And so you, you, you know, you just know, that that was God. Who, how could that even happen? You know, what, what are the chances that he was on call that day or, you know, there at the hospital that day to operate on her? Because I've seen other babies that had the same situation as her that, you know, they um, did the surgery different places, you know, everything like that. So we're so grateful for that. And, you know, he and I actually developed a a really good working relationship, you know, and I, and we're so grateful to him for all that he's done for her and how he um, embraced our family. And so she went through the surgery. She came through fine. And he told me, he said, now I have to be honest with you. She may not ever walk, talk, grow, or do anything. So there was another like gut punch, like, wait, what, what does this mean? You know, cause in one, in one sentence, you're saying she's fine. The surgery went great. But then he said, we just don't know. We have to see how she responds to everything, you know, because she was only seven weeks old. So, but thank God, you know, like I said, she's 22 now. And I made sure that um, I spoke into her life. I spoke over her life. I constantly, you know, just made sure that she was a vessel, you know, for God, you know, I wanted her to, her life to be an example, you know, and I wanted to make sure that, you know, she did live and declare the works of the Lord. And so 
that's what she's able to do now in our nonprofit, you know, because that's what we'll be doing. She, her um, new, you know, journey, she'll be able to give back to other populations that need, you know, um, you, a little more health care, you know, the breast cancer survivors, the homeless, the veterans, different things like that. She'll be putting together care packages for them. And so she's just living a life of serving now. A life of serving now. So we went from that diagnosis mm -hmm. to a life of serving now and serving alongside of you in this nonprofit. Okay, so can you tell us, can you give us a little bit of that journey? How is it that now, tell us her status, what she's doing, how has she evolved to the place that you're having her work within the medical community, dealing with all of these different uh, people with different uh, situations, circumstances they're dealing with medically and otherwise. Give us a little bit of a pull the curtain back. <laughs> now, my doctor, it, it is a PhD, but what I am doing is, you know, as far as the medical community, we will, I have, you know, just learned over the years, we've lived in several different states. So I've had an opportunity to learn a lot from all these different people. And so what we'll be doing, our, you know, in Dr. Hinkle, let me tell you, God gave me this nonprofit 16 years ago, you know, and we know that the um, eight is the number of new beginnings. Well, if you think about it, there's two periods of eight. And so it had, to, you know, I, I, when I stop and think about that, it had to happen this way because I guess one period of eight was for me and one was for her. Because yeah. For us, yeah, for us to receive our doctorates on the same day, only God could do that, you know. And what, we, the same day? We did, yes. <laughs> okay, tell us about that. We got to, I, I didn't hear this story. You guys got your doctorates on the same day? We did. Yeah, let me tell you, when I tell you God has just amazed us, you know, we know you know, about head swimming blessings in Amos from Amos. But let me tell you, God, I mean, we're living those right now. Believe it or not, the president of our, um, the seminary I was attending, he read my chapter in Women of Power Ignited to Serve. He was so moved by our story that he, you know, we were talking and he told me, he said, we only have one honorary doctorate every year. And this year, Jayla is going to be our recipient. And, you know, I mean, he just, God did it, you know, once again, God's design. <laughs> and so, but the, this, this nonprofit has been on my heart, like I said, for 16 years. Um, the name of our nonprofit is God's Unique Designs. And it's, we call it good, G-U-D. And it's, you know, um, an extension is the good life. And, you know, people, there's so many people that are living this life that, like I said, they just don't have the support that we've had. And so that's what we're putting into place. I want to put into place, you know, things for parents, things for the families, just to help them. Our books, we're starting with our books. You know, we've done um, the good life. Um, we are chosen. And so, let's see, I don't know if you can see it, but that's one of our books. And so we're getting ready to do another one um, in that series. And, you know, that book is all 
parents who have been affected by autism, disability, special needs, and it was really powerful. These women, they just brought it. They really did. And so um, it's caregivers, educators, everything. So we, you know, it was a very good resource for other parents. And so, um, and now, like I said, that Jayla has her doctorate, she will be working inside the nonprofit also doing, you know, the care packages. That is amazing. So you both get your doctorate on the same time. At the mm -hmm. same <laughs> yes. And now you're working together mm -hmm. in your nonprofit. And this all began with a doctor saying, you know, we're doing our best that we can do. Uh, you know, God takes over from here kind of thing. Right. Um, but she might never... She may not ever do anything, you know, and, and in that moment, like I wrote about, you know, hope against hope. What happens when there's that's the only thing you have? You, you know, you it's just you, God and your hope. You know, God is that's it. That's all you can only, you know, it's, it's not even I, I don't need to say this. your back is up against the wall. You're up against hope. God, I you have to, you know, and because if she had, if things were different, that's the way I'll say that, you know, what would, what would you do? What do you do in that situation? So, you know, it teaches you to trust him, depend on him. I talk about leaning on him. Leaning on him is so important. You know, you lean on him through prayer, through the word, through, you know, devotions, affirmations, whatever you need to do. You know, if you have um, a good relationship with, you know, different people in your church, your pastor, anybody. But that's the other thing that we want to start to provide for people. Just become a resource for, you know, just that source of encouragement, that inspiration, that motivation. Because I do know what it's like to need that push you need that you know you can put you can encourage yourself you know we know that's what the word says but what about when you you're just tired you know there was one hospital stay where she stayed almost um eight weeks and so it was just you know and we had to leave one hospital and go to a hospital in a different state so you know it's just you just never know but i know that I, you know, you don't know, we don't always know what the circumstances will entail, but what we do know is what God, you know, provides. He provides the strength that we need, the hope that we need, the courage, the, you know, he's everything, you know, and it's, I tell people all the time, we say Jehovah Jireh, and sometimes we limit that to tangible things, but what about the things that you can't touch, the comfort that he provides, the, you know, and having the Holy Spirit just, I mean, it's, it's, it's so necessary. It's so necessary. So necessary. May I ask you two questions based on a couple of things that you've stated that yes. are so powerful? So going back just a little bit, you said that you had spoke over your daughter, mm -hmm. over her life, and into her life. Yes. And I wrote that down. That is a huge deal because what we speak about, I believe we bring about. I believe that what is in our heart comes out through our mouth, right? And that's scripture, you know, out of the mouth, the heart speaketh, right? Uh, also understanding that Jesus said, hey, you're going to have what you say. So say this, right? Yes. <laughs> what was that like 
for you to be choosing to speak over her life and into her life what the word was saying, word meaning the scriptures, the Bible, what God was saying, versus what you were seeing and being told. And, and how did you navigate that? Uh, you had mentioned learning to lean on him, and then you gave these different ways of doing that. Can you take us on a little trip here and, and show us how you navigated through that? How did you lean on him and speak those things for so many years, um, especially in those, well, I'm sure there was many times where there was some rough waters up and down. How did you keep yourself speaking out the right things? Definitely, you know, it's hard to see it. You know, you can hear what the doctors are saying and that's in that moment. So once you walk out of the doctor's office, it, you can kind of block that out. You know, hey, I'm not going to receive that. I'm not going to let that. I'm not going to dwell on that. However, seeing it is different. You know, you live with it every day. She, there was a time when she was really um, aggressive. Not, she's never been combative but she was aggressive even towards herself. You know, she would actually like hit herself, things like that. And so she would, you know, hit herself in the head, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just constantly, and when I say we, my, my parents, my brother, we constantly would just pray over her. You will live and declare the works of the Lord. You will, um, you know, just, it is so many things that we spoke over her. You will be healed. You will be delivered. You will speak there. She, um, for so long and still, even now she has some language limitations. She's doing a whole lot better. Um, but, you know, even that you will, the, I'm waiting on the day, Dr. Hinkle, to where she tells us her testimony. She may come on purpose by design, you know, and share her own testimony. So it is like you just asked, it's two different things to see it, you know, seeing it is a little bit more challenging, I'll say, you know, and you still have to speak it even when you, when it doesn't look like anything's changing, you know, it is took years, you know, we def definitely things that normally would have happened quicker for other children took longer for her, you know, even sleepovers, different things like that. She's never been to a sleepover really, you know? So, you know, it's just life looks different for us, but we constantly pray, you know, and speak over her. You know, you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You, um, you know, just you're, you're protected going in and coming out. God has given us favor with her teachers, with our, like I said, our religious leaders, our pastors, um, church members, different things. So she, we've seen God's favor in her life and we're still seeing it. Like I said, who, how are you able to receive a doctorate? You know, uh, you're 22, you're, <laughs> you have an autism diagnosis, but God just, you know, saw fit to allow her to receive that. Well, Dr. Jesus said so. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. I love Jesus it. said so. Okay, so uh, another question. Is that okay? Yes, definitely. All right, so just kind of bubbled up in my heart. Uh, speaking to the parents out there right now who are, you're ahead on the road. You know, they are where you were, right? How did you continue to keep the faith to call things that be not as though they were 
when you were speaking that over her and seeing something different, how did you continue to stir yourself up to keep saying what you weren't seeing? How did you do that for so long? You know, we read the stories in the Bible and I actually started praying for those. And you, I asked God, I said, God, I've read about Abraham. I've read about David. I've read about Daniel in the lion's den. I want a miracle in our lives. I want to see something now, you know, something current. Show us that. Show us your glory, Lord. You know, we know that your word says you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Show us, you know, give us a miracle. And I believe that if you, you really have to just change your mindset. You have to shift your mindset. This is not it for her. This is not, you know, the end. Like I said, one of the scriptures that I really stand on is you I constantly tell her you will live and declare the works of the Lord you will be healed you will you know thrive your healing will come quickly you know just speaking those things over her you know um no weapon formed against you shall prosper you know it none of these none of these limitations none of these um diagnosis will prosper you will you know tell your story, you will testify. And so the surprises that we've received along the way from God, you know, that's a, a bonus blessing. I'll say those are bonus blessings, but I'm still waiting on the, you know, the things that, to manifest that I believe in my heart. You know, I picture these things and just, you know, I'm praying for him. God, I know you can do it. I know, you know, and, yeah. you know, he does say that. He asked us to test him, try him, you know, so that's what we're doing. We're going to see, you know, God, I know you're able. I know, you know, and it's, if it's your will, you know, and that's the other thing that you pray to definitely ask you ask him to allow your prayers to line up with his will your desires to line up with his will because the word says he will give you the desires of your heart however you want to make sure that your desires are what he has for you right oh that's so beautiful you know doctor how did you in the moment and if you have an example you want to share feel free um, but in that moment where you're feeling overwhelmed with what you're experiencing in the physical realm, raising a young, a young daughter or a young woman, having these challenges that you're facing. And you said that mind shift change is so important. So, you know, I, I'm thinking of Deuteronomy chapter 30. I set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. And then God in his kindness and his mercy tells us, what to pick choose life you know is telling us choose life and death uh, which one life life choose life how did you get yourself in those real life situations to act on the mindset that you wanted because it's one thing to say you know i've got this millionaire mind i've got this healed and whole mind right and and it's all very true but then it's like life happens right there. There it is. Right. And you have to, in that moment, get yourself in the right camp. Right. right. So how did you do that? I will give you a perfect example. And is, you know, you just said life just happens. There's another anthology that I'm in restricted no longer. 
Now, in this anthology, again, I wrote about my daughter, but I was able to write about the pandemic. And, you know, people don't always think how it affects the special needs families. You know, my daughter isn't able to um, communicate, you know, fully. And so in the pandemic, I was so concerned and you may hear me kind of choking up. I was so concerned about her because, you know, they, the symptoms were, you know, you would feel different things. Some people couldn't breathe and it was all this stuff. And I was so concerned. I said, what if she starts to feel this and she can't tell us and it's too late. And, you know, and you know, it, that is scary and you have to, and even in that chapter, I definitely, again, I'm always transparent. Like I said, I'll constantly, you'll hear me, hear me constantly say that, you know, I'm, I'm human, um, you know, and I ask God to forgive me for not trusting him exactly like I should have, because I honestly, you know, it's scary. It's life. Like, Lord, what, what are we going to do? You know, I just wanted to make sure she was safe. I, you know, and that makes me tear up too, but, um, you know, you have to, again, be renewed by the trend be renewed by transforming your mind you know you, we know what romans tells us so you know you have to transform your mind you have to you know sometimes you just need a total reset okay god you know what i'm gonna start all the way over if i need to you know start wherever you need to and just ask him to help you you know god show me how to um reset what I need to do, what I need to, you know, and I even, I read different books. I, you know, just prayed even more than I had been. Um, and the one thing that, you know, life has a way of letting you know, especially in the Christian world, you, God will let you know you're not in control. So, you know, it's okay, Lord, whew, I'm going to take my hands off of this, but you know, <laughs> You know, as moms, as humans, as Christians, you know, sometimes you want to just hold on. You want to control the situation. But of course, the pandemic, you know, that was something that none of us had control over. The whole world stopped in March 2020. So, you know, um, but that's what I would say. You know, I would definitely say you, you have to acknowledge that there is a need to reset. There's a need to shift, you know, your thinking. I can't keep thinking like this and move forward. You know, I can't keep thinking like this and, you know, have a positive outcome. So you have to definitely decide what you want your outcome to be. Do you want it to be positive? Do you want it to be, you know, and the, I feel like sometimes the progress depends on how quickly you shift. Oh, that's mm -hmm. good. <laughs> that's good. The progress depends upon how quickly you shift. I love what you said there about, you know, are is what I'm thinking moving me forward? Right. Or is it got me in a stalemate? Or is it moving? Am I going backwards? Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know, I've been here already. What is my thinking, my processing doing? And you keep circling back to uh, God's word yes. and what his word says. And that really goes back to like the other question that I had for you. And that was in regards to leaning, leaning, leaning on God. You know, there's that gospel song leaning on the everlasting arms. Right. <laughs> and that's what I thought of when you said that originally, 
So leaning into God, like to hear him, but leaning on God for that support. Yes. That definitely would be the um, kind of the anchor maybe to your mindset shifting and then staying in that right place. So did, did you find that when you made that decision, like, okay, I'm going to renew my mind to the word of God. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm parroting this. Well, I'm renewing mine. Well, I'm being transformed. When did you come to that place where it was like, you know, gosh, darn, I am doing this. God help me. And you really began to lean in and not just try to muscle it up and decide that I'm, or, or I'm so tired of these thoughts that are taking me south. They're not helping me. They're not helping my family. Certainly not helping my daughter. Oh, God, help me. Where do you remember having that kind of epiphany moment that you could think differently and that in doing that, the only way to do that and to sustain that was to lean on him? I would say it was the end of 2020. Um, this this shift, because I've had several, let me say that I've had to do it several times. I think we've all had to reset over and over. But this time, I would say it was the end of 2020. And let me tell you the difference, you know, and like I said, it depends on your your process, depend, your progress depends on your process, how quickly you decide. Um, that was like around, I would say a little bit after Christmas, I think it was. And, you know, of course, you start thinking about the new year and different things like that. And so, you know, I just said, OK, God, I, this is a lot, you know, and I felt myself allowing it to be a lot. You know, you can you can say, OK, you know, this is how this is how it is, but I can still choose to make it be different. And mm -hmm. since that decision, you know, I prayed and I said, God, show me what you want me to do. What where do you want me to go next? What's happening now? What you know, what's next for me? Since then, Dr. Hinkle, like I said, I've written in three anthologies since then. And you know, we have the, another one coming up, you know, a fourth one coming up. So it's it's like, you know, he heard an answer. You know, we cry out to him, mm -hmm. lean on him, and he will answer you, you know. And he just the other thing that I would tell anybody is when you ask God to order your steps, be ready to move your feet. Be ready to move. <laughs> You know, it's, it, if you're asking him, you're saying, guide me, Lord, you know, you know, and we know the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So when you can see different, when he's showing you this is the direction to go and you start to go in that direction, you just have to keep going and you never know what's ahead, you know, and that's when I, like I said, I feel like you just really let go and lean on him. And then things just start to unfold. You know, I never would have dreamed, I, you know, that there would be this many. Let me say that. Um, when I was little, I used to always say that I wanted to um, be a New York Times bestseller. And I still believe God's going to do that. <laughs> but who would have thought that he would have all these other bestsellers in my future? I just didn't know that, you know. So like I said, he surprised us so many times in so many ways. And I'm so grateful, you know, that along the 
journey that he has for us that he's allowing me to meet you know beautiful people like you and you know dr i mean apostle allen just different things like that so he i mean i, I couldn't pray for these things these are things that you know he had that i knew nothing about so i'm so grateful for that but it i think like i said it all starts with shifting your thinking shifting your thinking and by shifting your thinking um, I wrote this down and then you said the, you, you used a different word. You said, get moving, get ready to move. I had just, I had just literally written this down. It's time to take action. And then you said, get moving. Yes. So, <laughs> wow. So when you are shifting that mindset into the positive and yes, God is positive. So he is giving you his view, his, his heaven's vantage point of the situation. He then gives you opportunity to take action and to move, get moving, get moving. And that sounds to me like from what you're saying was where the shift really began because you started to step out and take action and for you, that was getting in these books, which was now we understand as a fulfillment of a dream in and of itself. But you were taking action and writing about your story in a way. Now we're getting up to where we're at, where you're at at this point in your life. Now the journey is becoming the tool to, of ministry or the tool to help others. So Am I following your bouncing ball correctly? You absolutely are. Because you know what? That has always been my desire. I've always wanted to help other people. I love helping people. I love, you know, listening to people. I love, you know, praying with others, things like that. You know, that that's my heart. That it yeah. having compassion on other people, you know, you it understanding, listening. I, you know, and just simply caring. Sometimes people just need you to care. You know, you may not, they may not need anything from you. They may not, you know, it's nothing like that. They just want to know somebody cares. Somebody, you know, right. wants to know how I'm doing. And so, um, but, you know, this ministry has been just, wow. Okay, God. I mean, it's like, you know, and I've talked with so many different parents that, you know, they say, we need this. We, you know, I've helped people. I had, um, there's one, one of my authors and I've asked her before, she doesn't mind me sharing. Um, I won't say her name or anything, but, um, she, you know, we were working together in the book and everything. And she just started to kind of tell me some things that were happening. And I asked her, I said, well, are you receiving any kind of um, financial aid for her, you know, and she said, well, I applied a few years back and we got denied. So I never tried again. And I said, wait, I said, that's not, you know, and I told her, Dr. Hinkle, I said, let's try again. Let's apply. And I told her, I said, if you want me to, I'll help you, whatever you need me to do. So she called a couple of times and she did, she took action, like we're talking about. And within a couple of weeks, she was approved. You know, and so you, she got, you know, back pay for her baby, all kinds of things. And just what if she had never, you know, just, you know, just mentioned that to me or just asked me, you know, what if I had never asked her? So I am, I'm grateful when God speaks through me and that's the, my prayer. You know, I always ask him, Lord, let me hear what I need to hear. 
and in turn say what I need to say. You know, yes. you know, be there, be that source for whoever needs it. Mm, that is so good. That is so good. Mm-hmm. You know, and and a takeaway for me from what you have said, and just kind of reading in between the lines and, and really like taking like a telescope and looking back over the story of your life that you've just shared with us, what started as something that was a terrible shock and and taking you on i'm sure felt like quite a roller coaster that you and your daughter and your whole family what a living example of the scripture that god works all things out for those yes. good for those that believe in him and how you continue to come back to him and come back to him. But God, you said, speak that word in faith. Choose what you're going to believe. Whose report am I going to believe? Am I going to be on the Lord's side? Or, you know, and you just continue to do that. And and the whole plan of God, I'm not saying the autism is, I'm not saying any of them, I'm not trying to throw any of that at the door of the Lord. But what I am saying is God is like, I'm working it all out for good. And so now here you are, how many, 22 years later, your daughter and you have your doctorates together. And now what had been meant for destruction is now being used for good, paid forward to so many people, uh, helping them along the way, which has always been your heart. And now the nonprofit status going out and putting a footprint well we'll just say a bunch of footprints let's just say eight <laughs> lots of feet out there to help so many people and not just to give them some money but to give them hope not saying we don't need money don't 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 misread that definitely to bring them hope for their future and to teach them how to shift and how to take action. I mean, like, that's amazing. Like, I'm looking back over your life and your story. It's just like, doctor, oh my gosh, this is an amazing story. So now tell us, where are things going now? So now you've got the nonprofit status. What is kind of your, you know, your, what's your next that you're doing? We are, you know, just expanding that and making sure that, you know, we are helping as many people as we can. We want to just be a blessing where we can. We, you know, we're learning every day, making connections and just excited to see what God has in store for us. Um, There we, you know, it. You can never help too many people, so you know. It, <laughs> so we're excited about that, and we're just looking forward to where you know our next you know assignment takes us. You know, so it's we're excited about that, and like I said, we do have. Um, I have a couple more anthologies coming up. We're working on the one. We're um, we'll be working on the one for good. You know, the organization itself. The good life. Yeah. And so we I mean, I'm so excited about that because so many people need that. So many people, you know, um, and people have actually said, you know, you maybe maybe you should do a retreat and different things like that. Um, And we'll see. We'll see. You know, I'm open to, you know, figuring out exactly what, you know, would be best and everything for 
with God, you know, that's the thing. I keep praying, you know, and like I said, so much of this is new for us. So we're just, you know, kind of navigating through it. But um, I'm excited about our future. Oh, absolutely. And I could see you doing all of those things and so much more. I, I'm, I've just been like just absorbing everything you've said. And then I look at the clock and I'm like, no. <laughs> I feel like we could talk for another couple hours and um, never get tired of it. So um, before I have you wrap us up, uh, I do want to invite you to come back and come back and see us. And, you know, when maybe your new anthology is coming out or but anytime, but come back and see us and update us on what's happening in your nonprofits. Come on and share your new books that are coming out and bring your daughter if you want to. We could do yeah. a mother-daughter interview. Wouldn't that be so much fun? <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. And I, if, if I could, I want to add one more thing that I think you would really love to hear. Um, yeah. She graduated from high school in 2018. And when she graduated, I asked her, teacher and her art team if college was a possibility for her and they said well no with her autism her language limitations her functionality that just you know that's not possible for her it, they there won't be the proper accommodations or anything like that so again for god to four years later Dr. Hinkle, four years later which is when she probably when she would have been graduating with her bachelor's God allowed her to walk across the stage and receive her doctorate. So, you know, only God could do that, you know, and I love when you said about his design, you know, it's all him. So that's why I say these things, you know, we're, we're taking it step by step with the nonprofit and just, you know, God keeps surprising us. So it's like, you know, that to me is just phenomenal. So, yes, I would love for her to come on with us, you know, with the new anthologies and different things like that. That would be so amazing. And you know, I just have to share this with you and with all of you that are watching or listening. The, they were right, those professors or those uh, high school teachers. I mean, no, college bachelor's degree is, is, is not for her. God's saying, yep, that's absolutely right. Because I'm giving her a doctor's degree, doctrine. That's what she's getting. So um, you just can't underestimate God. You can't outgive God. You can't outfaith God. Um, <laughs> to do is just uh, uh, choose which camp we're going to sit in and renew our mind to that and, and take it one day at a time. It's so powerful. Tell everybody how they reach out to you, a website or whatever you would like to, uh, to promote at this time. Okay. Um, you can reach me. Our website is The Good Life. And like I said, good is G-U-D. So it's The Good Life Universal. Com. Um, I'm on Facebook, Shervon, Dr. Shavundalin Breedlove. Um, on Instagram, is Dr. SS Breedlove. And um, let's see, I think that's everything. I think I, I think I covered all of them. So, <laughs> um, but yes, either one of those. So there are four ways to get in touch with me. Great, Doctor. Thank you so much. This has been absolutely inspiring. I continue to go out there and change the world and come back and see us again. Okay. Real. Thank you so much. And we enjoyed it. We appreciate you. Appreciate you. And uh, we appreciate all of you who have been listening and viewing today. 
thank you so much. And I know you've been so incredibly inspired. So make sure you reach out to Dr. Shavonda Lynn because she is amazing and support all that she is doing and helping to change the world in the autistic world, the autistic families out there. So here's one way you can start. That little button, subscribe, hit it. And that button that says share, you can hit that too. Let's share her message all over the world. Like it and share it, as my mentor, Mr. Les Brown says, like it and share it. You can send it in an email or messenger or post it all over your social media. But don't let this message just sit and do nothing. Take it out there and let's change the world. Remember, you are here right now. That's for the authors out there right now. Yes. <laughs> you are here on purpose with a purpose by design, not by default. Go on out there and be the salt and the light everywhere you go. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Ascend Above the Crowd is the newest course by Pamela Hinkle. Ascend is a self-paced email course that will come directly to your inbox and will change your mindset and your life. Each week, you will receive lessons, resources, challenges, and journal writings that will help you discover your purpose by design. It's your time to ascend above the crowd. To learn more about Ascend, go to www.purposewithpamela.com forward slash Ascend. Pamela Hankel is a mindset mentor, author, speaker, minister, and transformation coach. Her weekly podcast, international radio show, and television show are a lifeline that changes lives and inspires people to discover their individual potential through realizing their purpose by design. Pamela is a natural motivator and has shown many how to find their niche and transform their lives. Although success is an uphill battle, Pamela gives the necessary strategies to flourish, cheering you on every step of the way. Pamela shares from her personal experiences, education, and life as a woman in leadership, utilizing decades of knowledge. Taking the approach of, let's have coffee and chat, she will awaken your dreams and purpose by design. Are you ready for Pamela to help guide you? Email us at purposewpamela.office at gmail.com or go to her website at purposewithpamela.com.